plenty of folks that, you know, they, they get into running and they, they absolutely love it. And then they, they have an injury like that where it just shuts them down. Right. And the last thing we want them to do is have to give up right. uh, something that they, that they're doing. That's, that's, that's getting them healthy and, and helping them enjoy activity and things like that. Welcome to the healthy GSO podcast, the number one show for active people in Greensboro and the triad who want to stay fit, healthy, strong, and balanced without pain meds, injections, or surgery. Brought to you by LeBauer Physical Therapy and Wellness Center. We're your hosts, Aaron and Andre LeBauer. Thanks for spending time with us today. Hello, and welcome back to the uh, Healthy GSO podcast. My, I'm your host, Dr. Aaron LeBauer, and today my special guest is John Dewey. And John is also a physical therapist. He's also, also an athletic trainer, and he's the owner of... Um, Fleet Feet here in Greensboro. He's also a runner and a friend, and we've had uh, known each other for quite some time and we've had some great conversations. And I want to bring him and his knowledge about running and activity and everything like that uh, for, to the show so that you can learn a little bit more about him and uh, how to stay fit and active. So, John, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you spending time with us. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Um, awesome. Well, will you just uh, share a little bit about um, what you do and who you help? Because um, I know you're you're not in full time practice as a PT. You're uh, basically full time in helping people run and run better. But can you explain a little bit more about what you guys do and um, who you serve over there? Absolutely. Um, so we, I, I, as as you had mentioned, I, I own the Fleet Feet store here in Greensboro. I also um, own the store in High Point, so we own okay. a, a Fleet Feet in High Point as well. Um, and you're absolutely correct. I spend most of my time kind of between the stores, making sure that the day to day is is um, going um, as smoothly as possible. Um, I, I still absolutely love just working with people. So I, I try to get on the floor as much as I can. Um, unfortunately, I don't get on the floor as much anymore as I used to. Um, but you're absolutely right. I, I do see um, patients occasionally in the store, uh, mostly for uh, running related um, physical therapy needs, mostly um, you know, some gait analysis where we're going to dig into some gait analysis and, and watch them run and help them with, you know, their their training to try to either, you know, kind of get over something or, or, uh, you know, potentially move to the, you know, next level or something to that effect. But, um, those are kind of few and far between now. I, I absolutely love it. I, I enjoy that. And, and I look forward to it every time I, I have an appointment. Um, but, uh, majority of the time is spent, um, really just working the floor and working on the businesses. So, um, and we, we spend a lot of time with our staff to try to get them, um, you know, really up to speed on, on being comfortable with uh, fitting for, uh, you know, for our, our uh, running and walking uh, clientele. And, and so, uh, so that's, that's really fun for me as well. That's awesome. Well, how did you go from like physical therapist to, you know, running shoe store owner? Like what, <laughs> what, what how'd that come about? Uh, it's, a, it's a great question. Uh, you know, I think um, I, I've told this story, I think, a couple times, but um, I, I don't know that. Uh, yeah, I think it still has a lot of relevance. I um, when I um, finished with my physical therapy program, which was through the the Army Baylor program in San Antonio, Texas, I I moved to Fort Worth and I worked at the Federal Medical Center there, and um, I I was doing a lot of triathlons at the time, and I really got in with um, 
a running shoe store owner in Fort Worth and a, and a group of runners there. And it kind of became my, my second family since I was, you know, pretty far from home. And, um, and so a couple of times I went into their store just as a physical therapist on a, like on a Saturday, um, just to answer questions and kind of hang out at the store. And the funny thing is, I remember coming, you know, coming back from those days in, in that store saying, I don't think I would ever want to own a running store. <laughs> right. But, uh, but, you know, fast forward several years, um, we moved to North Carolina where, you know, my wife Liz did her, her residency here and, and I, um, I was still working as a physical therapist and, um, and a friend approached me and asked if, if, if we might want to go into business together and, and open up a running store. Um, and, um, you know, after thinking about it for a while, I was like, yeah, why not? That, that sounds like fun. And I was still working. It was, it, you know, when Liz was in a residency, you know, it was, she was working all the time. So I figured it'd be okay if I work all the time too. So <laughs> it was pretty much either PT or the store, you know, for, for the entire week. So, um, but, you know, just kind of, um, I, I, I really grew to absolutely love it. Like I said, the, the running community is just tremendous and, and the people are great and they're like-minded, you know, they want to be healthy and, you know, um, there's a lot of PT that goes into it as well. Mm -hmm. So it, it's just been a natural fit for me and it's been a lot of fun. That's awesome. Um, what's the, what's the number one misconception people have about like buying running shoes? Oh yeah. I think that's a great question. I, I would probably say the, I would probably tend to say the biggest misconception is like the best shoe. I, I have a lot of folks say, okay, well, what's the best shoe? Um, and, and, and that's why I think it's so fun. It's, it's kind of, um, I would almost um, um, compare it to like, what is the best exercise for back pain, right? Like mm -hmm. we have to really dig in and find out what's going on and, and, and you know, find out a little bit more about your history, and find a little bit more about your gait, and a little more about what you like and what feels good to you. Um, so, I, and I think that's one of the reasons why I like, um, you know, I like being in the running store so much, is because one size does, certainly doesn't fit all, and you really have to use your brain a little bit, and and um, and use the feedback that you're getting from the customer. So. I think that's probably the biggest misconception because I, I hear that pretty, pretty regularly. And, it, and it's just a, a hard question to answer. You can't right. really, you can't it's really like, there's a best shoe, like most expensive or flashy one. that's going to, that's going to make me run better. Like zip, I think it was zips when we were kids, you know, like I was like, Oh, got to have zips because of the Z's on the commercial. Right. That's right. That's the best exactly. shoe. Is exactly. there, is there like a type of shoe that if someone wants to run, like they should like, look out for not to buy or is there something that people should if they're looking for a shoe to solve a knee pain or foot pain problem is there something that they should make sure that they don't go after because it's shiny like zips or kangaroo you know ruse too? right right you know is there something that people should look out for I, you know again a, a great question i think um I'll, I'll try to answer it a couple different ways. A lot of folks will come in and say, you know, like, what's the difference between a shoe that I may buy at like a department store mm -hmm. and something that I might buy in your store? And, and quite honestly, um, the answer is, you know, the, the shoes that, that you see in my store or uh, for that matter for other in other sporting goods stores versus maybe like a department store where it's a, a lower price point. Um, 
I wouldn't say those lower price point shoes are necessarily bad. I, I would tend to say like, um, you know, the, the shoes that you'll see us carry are specific for running and, you know, they, they, no pun intended, they have a track record of being, um, you know, they'll hold up a little bit better. They may have a little more longevity. And so, I mean, it's probably like in, in maybe some other sporting goods, you know, where could you run in a shoe that you get in a department store? Absolutely. And, and will you do well in it? You might, I mean, that, and that may, and that may serve your purposes just, just fine. And that's great. Mm -hmm. Um, but we tend to really focus in on, you know, those shoes in the specific kind of running category that are really going to, um, you know, serve the needs of folks that are, that are running consistent, consistently and, 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 you know, may need a little more cushion or a little more structure or something like that. Um, but I think other things that I would really look out for would be, um, you know, really gimmicky stuff. Um, you know, in our in our industry, we don't see a lot of gimmicky stuff, but you can certainly see it on TV, right, or, or anywhere out there. Um, you know, just just be wary of. Um, again, I like to, I like to tell people to be a little bit wary of one size fits all. Um, mm -hmm. You know, hey, I see this, and 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 everybody says it solves all these problems. Well, it may have solved it for them, but that that may be different for you, so. right? Like the, like the minimalist versus the super cushiony versus yeah. the, you know, like the, the ones that are almost like on a rocker. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. What, um, and that brings me to this, you know, question is, is if let's say someone's having pain when running, right. Cause a lot of people, I mean, some pain when running is appropriate because your, your legs should feel like uncomfortable if you're pushing yourself, which is different than ouch, my knee hurts with every step. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? Right. There's so pain is somewhat subjective. And I talk about a lot on my blog and, you know, our, our YouTube channel, but with running, like if like, ouch, my knee hurts after a mile with every step. Okay. There's a, there's a problem. Mm -hmm. Is there, is there a common problem or something you see that people are doing or is it, uh, is it just like too complex and, people need to like kind of have almost like a little mini like assessment. I mean, do you see like a, like certain trends with people come in the store looking for a shoe to kind of fix that? And, you know, is, is there like a common issue that you see that uh, like people are missing or like maybe it's not people missing it. It's just like, we need, we see it. You and I see it because that's what we do. Right. Right. Um, absolutely. I think again, that's a, it's a great, it's, it's, it's a great question and, and something we do see a lot of. I mean, um, yeah, and I'm trying to I'm trying to get get the right answer. I think for for kind of that question or, or situation, there there are plenty of folks that you know they they get into running and they they absolutely love it, and then they they have an injury like that where it just shuts them down, right? And the last thing we want them to do is have to give up right. uh, something that they that they're doing that's 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 getting them healthy and and helping them enjoy activity and things like that. Um, I think you know a couple of things to your to your question. Um, number one is I think. Um, footwear, we see it a lot probably because, right, we're a retail store, they can come right into us seven days a week and say, you know, my knee hurts, can you get me a shoe that fixes it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and occasionally we'll, occasionally that'll happen, you know, occasionally we'll, we'll find maybe they're in improper footwear or um, there's something that we notice in their gait that maybe a, a, 
a shoe can address and it, and it may help the situation. Um, but I think you probably know the answer to this as, as well as I do. A, a lot of times, um, you know, we really need to dig into that a little bit more and find out what's going on. You know, did you increase your mileage too much? Are you running on hills a lot? Are you, you know, did you do something that was traumatic? You know, there, there are probably um, a lot of questions that we need to ask. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I always, I always come back to, you know, my kind of my PT foundation and say, um, a lot of those issues come from training errors. Um, but there, there certainly is a segment where, um, we might be able to address with, with footwear. And, and yeah. so we certainly, um, try to do everything we possibly can to, to help get them back out there. But, um, but yeah, I think it, it, it is a, I mean, that is a pretty common, uh, pretty common situation for us. I would right. Say. I think now, I don't know if you notice this, but now because gyms have been closed or, you know, people aren't going to gyms as much, are you noticing more people running? right now and more and maybe more or more people having like pain when running you know yeah two part no. question <laughs> yeah that, no i think that's it, it's it's absolutely absolutely the answer is absolutely yes and and the interesting thing is um you know kind of coming out of 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 the the closed doors of the pandemic you know where we we closed our doors and as we reopened um the interesting thing was we were seeing a lot of new faces. Um, you know, we love seeing our, our, our customers who we know and, and can, you know, refer to by first name, but it was also a lot of fun to see a lot of new people and with new, new issues and new challenges. And so, um, yeah, we're, we're definitely seeing that. And, and it's, it's been interesting. It's been fun. That's awesome. If someone's listening to this, let's say they, they don't live anywhere close to Greensboro. Maybe they found this through Google search or YouTube or, you know, they just have no access to coming and see us, but yet they're struggling with their running. What are one or two things um, that, that they should look at to see, you know, like, should they change easily? And, you know, um, maybe you can just list off the, your top, you know, three to five things that someone should like look at when their body hurts, when they're running, you know? Yeah, Absolutely. I think um, again, I, I kind of go back to my, you know, some of the some of the principles that that you and I know from mm-hmm. from the physical therapy world, and um, and I'd say, you know, the first thing that I would certainly recommend is, you know, start start gradually, start start gradually. Um, you know, we really and and to kind of reiterate what I said earlier, you know, I don't want somebody starting and then having to stop all of a sudden because and they're enjoying it and or it's working and and then they have to stop. So. You know, uh, gradual progression is is always a good idea. Um, you know, we typically use the ten percent rule. You never increase your mileage over the course of a week by ten per, any more than ten percent versus the previous week. Um, you know, some of the advanced runners can get away with that, but I mean, for for most of us, uh, most of us common folks, it's uh, it's it's a pretty good rule of thumb. Um, you know, the other, some of the other things. You know, just a couple. I'll just list a couple other things. You know. Um, if you can find somebody to run with, you know, running can be a very, um, a, a very, um, I guess, solo sport. And if that's what you like, that's wonderful too. Like when I run, I, I, my mind's going, I like, that's when I think, and that's, that's really good. Um, but I also like to run, you know, with friends from time to time. And those runs go like that, you know, because you're talking, you're, you know, you're kind of distracted. And before you know it, your, your five miles are, are done. So I, I think finding, um, you know, if you are a social person or if you enjoy, uh, you know, social interaction, I think running with a friend is a great idea. 
um, you know, make sure you're not trying to keep up with somebody who's a lot faster than you or something like that, because that can lead to problems. Um, and then I think the third thing would just be comfort. Like, um, I try to mix in, you know, as much science as I can with, with what we're doing. And I think the science still kind of comes back when you're talking about running footwear is to get the most comfortable thing on your foot. And if it's comfortable, then you really aren't thinking about, you know, how bad your feet hurt and you're just worried about, you know, the scenery or enjoying where you are and things like that. Right. So those are, those are probably the three biggies. That's awesome. I, and I really um, resonate with that. It's, people ask, well, Dr. Bauer, is this the right shoe? I was like, does it feel good? Yeah. You know, no, it hurts. Because <laughs> I've certainly worn <laughs> shoes that felt like a brick on my foot. Oh, it feels good. Oh, great. Okay. You know, and then it, I, I do think, you know, from what I see, number one thing is people go out and they're like, well, I used to go run 20 miles when I was, you know, 18. And they haven't run in, you know, months or years. And they're like, go try to go do half of it. Like, oh, I feel horrible or terrible. I'm like, well, when's the last time you ran a mile? I'm like, years okay so it's like that add grad go gradually into it and i think our brains know what we are we used to be capable of but our bodies aren't always yeah. ready for that yeah i, I would agree totally with that. <laughs> <laughs> um well uh john what kind of uh impact has running made in your life oh my goodness um that's a that's a wonderful question um you know, I think, um, sorry, I'm trying to think through the stages of, yeah. of my life. You know, I grew up as a, as a tennis player and a swimmer and, um, I always enjoyed running and I always, always, always was, was pretty naturally decent at running. I, I wouldn't say, you know, I was top level or anything like that, but, um, I think, um, running has provided so many different things. And as I think, as I mentioned, as I think through the different phases of my life, um, you know, as I got through collegiate athletics, running kind of gave me a natural um, um, source of activity and exercise that I could just kind of fall into after this, you know, kind of stressful, you know, you know, when you're a collegiate athlete, you're, 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 it's really a job and running kind of, kind of gave me exercise, but a comfortable exercise that was fun and, you know, kind of an, another side of, of that. And then from there, you know, kind of, took me down a whole nother route of endurance athletics that I never, that I didn't have when I was, you know, growing up, which was really nice. And then from there, I think, um, relationships, you know, like I was mentioning earlier in Fort Worth, I, you know, I had a, a second family basically through running. And, um, and then when we moved to North Carolina and I opened the store, I, you know, I have so many wonderful friends and, and, uh, acquaintances, um, through, through running, like, you know, I think about that all the time, like, wow, I mean, how many, how many folks have I met through uh, owning a running store? And they're all just tremendous people. I mean, yeah. just great people. So, yeah. That's awesome. Well, you're um, very humble with the, I was never really that good at running. I mean, you're, <laughs> I did the, I did the four mile race downtown when they opened the park and <laughs> you, you smoked me and the age category and I'd been actually training. <laughs> so, you know, um, you know, you actually can run. Um, but you know, the funny thing is, is I'll share this with you. My, I was running for, you know, I, I used, I used to race bikes at a, at the top yes. level of the sport. We didn't have a race in college, but it wasn't collegiate because yeah. they didn't really have that. But, um, you know, I've got burnt out of it uh, a little bit. Um, but then I started running. My brother was like, you should start running. It takes less time. And I ran eight miles and I was like, dude, where's my runner's high? Like, I didn't get it. <laughs> like I, I feel cheated. You know, and I, I worked it up to it slowly over the course of a year, year and a half and learned this, you know, learn how to, you know, run like 
like skill drills and skills. And I was like, man, where to go? I can get on a bike and just get on a bike. And I feel like I fit on a bike. My brain goes and I, was like, I can just ride for hours. Did you ever, so that, you know, I wanted to share that with you cause I don't think we've talked about that, but did you ever get to a point in your life where you haven't run for periods of time or kind of got burnt out of it and gone and done other things? Yeah, that's, that's a, that's a good question. I, um, I don't think that, um, probably, um, you know, since, since I've done a lot of triathlon and running, I don't think I've gone, um, significantly long periods of time mm-hmm. without running. Um, and quite honestly, I, I feel like I'm missing something. I think when I do, like if I'm, if I'm, you know, sick or stuck somewhere and I, I just don't, don't get it in. Um, again, it's, it, it's, it's probably that exercise for others. I mean, everybody's got their exercise that makes them feel good. And, right. and, you know, it's kind of their, they feel like they're missing something if they don't do it on a regular basis. Um, I will say the days of me feeling like I need to do it every day are, yeah. are probably, probably gone. And as long as I can get it in, you know, a few times a week, I feel pretty comfortable, but I can't really imagine not doing it right now. It's, um, you know, at least in some capacity because, um, it, it really just, makes me feel so much better yeah I think. that's awesome. and, and that's everything from mentally to physically you know right yeah like for me i gotta get on a bike for like two hours or four <laughs> hours to get that feeling and so i kind of get it from like a, a hard uh yoga class or maybe a crossfit yeah. workout or a kettlebells but it's not the same it's still not the same even like running yeah. is not the same but yeah i mean <laughs> but that's awesome because running's so efficient with your time and body so what's your current like uh sweat routine workout routine right now like how many days a week do you run how far do you go and are you doing anything else besides running to keep your body fit and healthy yeah great question um really right now i run probably about um oh probably four maybe sometimes five days a week Mm -hmm. um i don't run high mileage I, i may go out for you know, four to six miles. Um, I, you know, I may get a, a few more miles than that on a weekend on a, a little bit of a, a longer run day. Right. Um, I'm not training for anything in particular. So, um, you know, I, we have three kids and, um, I like trying to get them out there. My, my oldest, who's a, a sophomore in high school, he, um, we're, we're home doing online, but, um, you know, he ran cross country last year. And so I've tried to kind of ma- help maintain his fitness a little bit mm-hmm. and he's as fast as me. So I like to go out and just run some miles with him. And then my little guy who's, um, who's a fifth grader, we, uh, we like to go out and, and just, you know, get him some miles as well. So, you know, I'm, I, I'll take what I can get, <laughs> but, uh, I don't really have any, um, any big, races or anything that I'm, I'm training for right now. The last one I did was uh, New York city marathon. And I, as I was training pretty hardcore for that, I, I kind of had some issues where, um, you know, I, I don't know that I've shared this with a lot of people, but, uh, I have, um, like a really low, um, resting heart rate. And mm-hmm. sometimes when I, when I get sick or when I get up too quickly, or if I'm running and I stop at like a stoplight, sometimes I'll pass out just uh, because I, I think because of the blood flow can't get to my brain. And um, so that was kind of, we had a couple little uh, instances with that while training for the um, New York City Marathon. So after that, I've just kind of, you know, it's okay to just get in, you know, four right. or five runs a week. That's, that's good enough, you know? Yeah. Oh, I had something very similar. I mean, like my lowest heart rate was like 35. 
beats yeah. per minute. Mm-hmm. And I was in the, actually in the hospital for an irregular heart rate when I was racing. And they came and woke me up. And they're like, I'm like, what? And you're like, your heart rate went below 50. I'm like, like my heart rate's been like in the low. Four. I mean, not even trained. It's like 52 to 80, yeah. you know, like yeah. I'll work out really hard and it comes right back down to 60. Yeah. I don't think exactly. people are used to seeing that, but. Right. But I, but yes, I mean, I, I've, uh, I've, so thank you for sharing that because I've been there, <laughs> you know, where it's yeah. like, you're like, I'm doing something so good for my body and yet my body isn't wanting to respond. Right. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. So, um, what, uh, what, like, what do you, um, let me ask the right follow-up question for that one. What was the number one thing you learned from that? Just like that you don't need to do a marathon anymore or. I mean, was there yeah. something else you learned from those experiences? Because that's really powerful. Yeah, I think probably, um, you know, it, it just puts things in perspective. You know, anytime you have something that's scary, um, you know, it puts things into perspective. You know, I have a, a wonderful family that I, that I need to make sure that I'm around for, you know. Right. So uh, me trying to get a, a PR at a marathon isn't, that that's that's not the priority um yeah i think it just puts things into perspective puts your priorities into perspective and it's okay to to go out and enjoy your running without having to um get a pr every time you go right i guess right. maybe that's probably that's yeah right. look at the trees every once in a while that's, a, that's right that's right <laughs> what's the um, i'm gonna ask you one more question and uh what's the weirdest thing you've ever found on the side of the road running yeah, that's great. Oh, goodness. Um, well, it's funny that you say that because um, we, pre, pre-COVID, we, um, we were doing some what we called OG runs where um, we have some folks ar- around town that, um, you know, we used to run uh, when we opened the store, like back in 03 or, mm-hmm. or, you know, shortly thereafter. And we would, we said we needed to start bringing a camera because we, we had like, toilets and cabinets and we'd like get in a cabinet and take a picture or we'd like squat by the toilet and take a picture but um that's hilarious i you know toilets are interesting um let's see what else have we, what else have i found um <laughs> that is pretty funny um i don't know i'm gonna have to think hard on that but you know the, that seeing toilets at the side of the road is always something like oh there's a toilet <laughs> i found a mr bill in the middle of an intersection Say that again, Mr. Bill. You know, Mr. Bill, the claymation. Oh, like, oh no, I found a Mr. Bill in the middle of an intersection. He had been run over by a car. <laughs> That's so funny because I was just watching some old Saturday Night Live clips the other day, and, and yeah. Mr. Bill was on there. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's great. Um, if someone's interested in connecting with you guys at the store, are you guys doing any run groups currently because of the pandemic, or how are you guys? Um, even doing the store thing and how, how would someone get in touch with you guys? Yeah, we, um, we're currently doing our training programs, but we're doing them virtually. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if somebody wanted to, you know, just, um, you know, do group runs or things like that, there are a few groups out there. I'd probably steer them towards those groups. You know, if you go to Spencer Love on a Saturday morning, you can find plenty of groups out there. I know there's a small group that meets at, at Grimsley High School on the weekends as well. We don't current. We're not currently doing anything out of our um, location yet. Um, just don't like where numbers are going, and just want to keep right. people as safe as possible for right now. Um, but we're chomping at the bit to try to get back to it. So once we feel like you know it, it makes sense, we'll we'll have those groups again. But there are still plenty of folks out there. So I would say just contact us at the store, and we'll we'll point you in the right direction. Okay. Awesome. And if someone's looking to 
um, find a new pair of running shoes or get you to look at their, uh, their gait or, you know, their problem, what's the best place for them to get in touch with you or, um, yeah, find ab you guys? absolutely. We, um, so at this, at both locations, Greens Brand High Point, if you go to the website, you can schedule an appointment. So you know that you're, you're, you're going to be, um, there at that point and somebody will work with you one-on-one. -on -one. If you wanted to work with me specifically, just let them know, just reach out to the store and, and, um, they can give you my contact information. You're welcome to email me, uh, you know, john at fleetfeetgreensboro.com is easy. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, right now, um, you know, we're still taking walk-ins too. Mm -hmm. um, but when COVID, when we kind of came back um, and opened back up, we wanted to make sure that people knew if they wanted to work with us individually and wanted, you know, uh, a really safe atmosphere that, that we're going to, you know, make sure that you're in a spot. Um, we're going to work with you one-on-one. -on -one. We're going to social distance and, and make sure that, that we keep the numbers in the store down so that you... Uh, feel safe you know that's that ultimately we just want to want to be safe and, and keep the store open yeah no i 100 percent agree with you um so is the is there a website is it fleetfeetgreensboro.com it is yes right. and, and is fleetfeet the high point, point. fleetfeethighpoint.com and fleetfeetgreensboro.com and if you guys are listening go google fleetfeetgreensboro but i'll also put the links in the show notes um awesome uh john is there a question i didn't ask you or anything else you think would be um helpful for our listeners you know, the, the only thing that I would say is um, we've got some some kind of new technology that's that's kind of fun. Um, if, if you haven't um, visited us in a while, um, I would say, um, you know, come check us out at some point. We just got some some dynamic pressure plates that um, it's part of the fit process. So so now we have a, a three-dimensional scan of your foot that, that kind of took the place of the Brannock a, a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's a lot of fun. So we can kind of show you what's going on there. And then just recently, in, in fact, like just last week, we got these pressure plates. So now there's a second step to that fit process and you walk across it and we can actually kind of see the, the dynamic um, pressure that's going on under your foot. Um, again, it's just one more step. It's, it's not like that's going to tell me exactly what's right for your foot, but it, but it helps us, um, kind of dig a little deeper into the technology and try to help you figure out what you may need. So it's a lot of fun. That's great. That's awesome. And so you, yeah, cause I've been in the store, um, earlier this year before Corona, you guys did the, um, healthcare provider night. I think that wasn't that in January. Yep. Was it? Yep. Exactly. And you guys had the new, um, like, uh, well, not the pressure plates, but the scan uh, tool, like the thing you stand on, right? What yeah, what you call that one? The fit was yeah, the, the fit ID. The mm -hmm. fit ID, yep. And you guys have the shoes and all the gear and the running stuff, and you guys do gait analysis and all kinds of cool stuff. So awesome! Yeah. If you guys are runners in Greensboro High Point, you guys got to check out Fleet Feet. Um, and I know you guys have some great uh, training programs and etc. So as those come back online, or you guys are doing it virtually, like. 100%. I recommend you go, go check them out. And John, thank you so much for being here on the show. I really appreciate you. Um, it's been a pleasure. Yeah. Well, I look forward to seeing you in person again uh, sometime soon uh, or sooner than later. <laughs> um, for everyone listening, uh, this is the Healthy GSO podcast. Uh, please get out there and keep moving. Do some running and tell your friends about the show and uh, give us a shout out if you have any questions and we'd appreciate you um, just sharing the show and sharing the information you want to hear with anyone else you know who is running, wants to feel healthy, strong, and fit in mind, body, and spirit. And we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to the show. 
If you want more free resources and tips, go to healthygso.com. We'll see you next time on the Healthy GSO podcast.